You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 267. In this episode, I'm talking to Ginny Ditzler about how to create your best year yet. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, uplevel your marketing and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Ginny Ditzler, who is the founder of Best Year Yet and the author of Your Best Year Yet. Originally a workshop, and now a system that has over 1 million users around the world. Ginny's passion is to support people to make their dreams come true and make the best use of their gifts. She's one of the original founders of the modern coaching movement and a regular contributor to Thrive Global, Medium, LinkedIn, and Huffington Post. Go to sing.com forward slash 267 to find links to Ginny and the Your Best Year Yet book. I'm so excited to be here with Ginny Ditzler, founder of Your Best Year Yet. And I've really been waiting for this interview on one hand to tell her (laughs) about how I came up with Your Best Year Yet. Also, I was fascinated when I found out about you, Ginny, and thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, as we said, when we met just a moment ago, we're on the same path and there are no accidents. (laughs) There are no accidents in life. And I just want to tell the audience who may not know this, that in beginning of 2014, I was trying to teach business planning to solopreneurs. They didn't want to learn from me. So I decided to trick them into it and created a workshop, three hour workshop called Your Best Year Yet. This is in January, 2014. And it was a success. People loved it. I asked them a series of questions and magically at the end of the three hours, they had a business plan. Now I ran the same workshop end of 2014. So people could plan 2015. And I think it was then, or maybe it was in 2015. Don't remember exactly, but someone comments on an ad that I'm running on Facebook and says, do you know that your best year yet is trademarked? And I'm like, no. And I go and search the US trademark office and sure enough, it's trademark. And I, you know, from the trademark, you find the company and you find the website and I'm like, ball, wow, somebody's been doing this for decades and I had no idea. And the interesting thing, you also started with a workshop and everything. So this is fascinating how the universe has planted seeds in different directions, me in Iceland. <laughs> and uh, you were in the UK at the time, I guess, when you uh, came up with the Your Best Year Yet. So I really want to ask you, when did you invent this workshop and what's the backstory? I have obviously read your book, but my audience may not know who you are and how this all came about. Well, I had been in the personal development, personal transformation world for a number of years. I was a teacher before that. And then my husband and I woke up on January 1st, 1980. I had just given up smoking the night before. So I was 
wanting to distract myself. And I said, let's make a plan for the next year. You make your plan. I'll make my plan. Because it's 1980 now. And we can't <laughs> waste any more time. So we had each had 100 goals that year. That was totally impractical. Now we have 10. But the one that really inspired us was to run a marathon. We found a marathon and we started raising money and people started coming. Can we one too? So it was in Paris, busloads full of people. And it was so much fun. And I think when I crossed the finish line, I just had this, I mean, I never thought of myself as athletic. When I crossed the finish line, I thought, I can do anything. <laughs> Yeah, when you reach a big goal like that, you, you think you're unstoppable. Yes. So it happened organically, just the two of us. And then all of a sudden people said, how did you do that? You've accomplished so much this year. How did you do that? So the next year I started leading workshops and the room was full. And wow. I think you and I, I say are kind of divinely inspired because questions are the heart of the matter when it comes to personal development. Because inside of each of us, no matter who we are, is this essence I call who I am. And it's goodness, wisdom, clarity, You call it Buddha nature, soul, whatever you want to call it, heart. You know what I'm talking about. The questions, when you get good questions, they are only answered from that place. So that's why when people finish a best year yet plan or one of your plans, they're so excited because it's theirs. You didn't tell them how. They discovered how themselves from their own deep well of wisdom that is often underutilized because we don't know how to tap into it more frequently and consistently and inspiringly. What gets in the way of this beautiful essence is that it's covered over by fears, doubts, limiting beliefs, you name it, Our mother said no to us more than she said yes. Our teachers scolded us. Our managers said, you know, you're not just doing it right. Because that's how business ran for a long time. And still some of it does. The managers call the people in and they say, they tell them what they're doing wrong and what they need to improve. So... The limiting beliefs, the doubts, the fears, I can't do this, becomes who we are. We buy into that story. And it's just a story. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm too old. I'm too young. People make up all kinds of stories about themselves. And then that's who we think we are. So we can't go around all the time with our thumb in our mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm no, a failure, can't. you know. I can't get it together. So we put a personality and an ego around the, a third layer. And 
that's where we operate from. That's where our, our coping skills are. That's where our pretense is. I'm fine. I don't want you to know about my fears and doubts. I'll fake it till I make it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, that was in the book, as you know. Yes. But in the last five years or so, I discovered a new way of handling it. So instead of doing psychotherapy, and that's all wonderful because I've done some of it, but to dig through all those layers to get down to who I am, I said, we just blast from the inside out. We don't have to deal with all that. You know, we find our biggest limiting paradigm, we shift it to the most empowering paradigm, and that takes us out. And the goals take us out and our lessons take us out. And every single person has this. I believe, and best year yet is its founding principle, is you have everything you need to succeed, to build a substantial life. Very true. So this is fascinating. So basically, instead of trying to peel the onion, and get rid of all the, shed all the limiting beliefs. You just shift one. Yes. And you make your plan because that plan is from the inside out and you just follow your plan. I'm sure you've seen that happen where the doubts and fears and people who didn't perform well start performing well. So you do think you like something like running a marathon or doing something that you thought you were never capable of doing is exactly an example of that? Yes. Who you are, the center of essence of who you are, starts noticing the stories when it, it starts to stop you. You know, I want to write a book. I want to write online. I want to sell this business or what happened is that we merged it with another company, which is just a wonderful fit. And our stories capture us for a long time. About 2014, which you mentioned, my husband and I were having some difficulties in our relationship. We were drifting apart. Neither one of us wanted it to happen, but we were at odds with each other. So one day, about six months into this, I was standing in the shower and I was listing out his crimes, you know, what yeah. he's done now, what he's done now. And all of a sudden, I got angrier and angrier and more frustrated and more frustrated because I saw these things just happened in the last week. And I thought, stop. I said to myself, there was nobody in the house. Stop. You've been telling people for years not to dwell on this stuff because it's lies. If you want to have a loving relationship better than it's ever been, then stop the stories. Cut the film. And the past just disappeared. I just let it go. It was the most amazing experience. You and I have had other experiences like that, but we fall for the stories and we have to catch ourselves at that. 
Mm. And it's just because you get like upset and angry and you can just like, I decide to change and then it's your change. Yes, exactly right. Well, you see the truth of the matter. You know, what you want? Well, if you're sitting here listing crimes and things you don't like about the person, they don't have a chance and you don't have a chance because you're not focusing on what you want. What you focus on is what you get. Exactly. So 1980 is the origin of your best year yet workshop or the year later you started to run this workshop. We didn't start to have it be a business at all. No, no. You did it for free in the beginning or? No, just we didn't have a business until about 15 years later. I wrote the book because people kept saying, write down the 10 questions for me. I'll be fine on my own or I have questions about how to do this. So I said, okay, a friend challenged me and I said, okay, I'll write the book. That'll be the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) I hand them the book and it just exploded from there. Yeah, as soon as you had the book, well, obviously people wanted the workshop, they wanted access to you and all of that. Way back then we got faxes and faxes from all over the world. Can we have a workshop here in Australia? (laughs) Wow. And now, how big is the company today? Well, we've reached over a million people. And I think the last I heard it was 35 or 36 countries. Because even though you translate the workshop, if you have to, into the language of the people and you have a translation of the book, it's the same thing. It works in every single culture. It's not an American thing. So what's the process for someone who has no idea about these questions? Like, what is the reason for these twin questions? And can you kind of walk us through the process? Well, it's the five steps of personal transformation, which I didn't realize when I was creating the book or creating the 10 questions. I had a sense that that was the way to go about it. And I was guided, I must have been, because first of all, the first step in personal transformation, which works in business transformation at all, but organizations are made up of people. And every time transforms, it has a ripple effect. So first is celebrate your your successes. Second is learn your lessons. Third is shift limiting paradigms. Fourth is set goals and achieve them. So set 10 goals for the next year and achieve them. And the last one is goes right back around to the first, celebrate your successes. So that you build success on success on success on success. And people have done this year after year after year. So they're having their best year yet, year after year after year. What we've discovered is if people do it a year or two in a a row, and some people have done it more than 30 years, they're having their best life yet. One man said to me, I loved shifting limited paradigms. I love learning my lessons. I loved accomplishing very important goals that really mattered to me. But that's not what mattered most. What mattered most 
was the person I became on the journey. How beautiful is that? Oh, I just love that one. <laughs> because yes. the way it is, you know, if you look back 10 years, how has your confidence grown? How has your ability to do things grown? We procrastinate, we have doubts and fears, and but we deal with them ultimately in a different way. Mm. Coming to the shifting the limiting paradigms, on one hand, you recognized something when you were mentioning the shower and, and the relationship before, but someone who maybe doesn't have the same experience in personal development may not see the limiting beliefs they have. Like, how do you get them to recognize that? Well, first of all, I want to make one point. I think we're on the wrong track to say personal development, personal growth, self-development, because we don't need to develop ourselves. We just need to go inside and become more and more familiar with who we are. I like that. That's a good definition. Yeah, let's do that. I have to get better. I have to get better. I have to be, you know, it's just a waste of time. Just blast through. So tell me what the question was again. Yeah, the limiting beliefs, like, I don't think you necessarily recognize them yourself until someone points it out or you get the right question. You get the right question. So question four in the 10 question best year yet process, which you can find in my book or online or what. Yeah, we'll link the book in the show notes for sure. Great. So the first thing you ask, it's kind of a, a question with three sub questions. In what areas of my life am I limiting myself? And you just ask the question and you write down the answer and you don't edit and you write down what you hear because it's pure gold. And the second question is, what do I say about myself and how do I excuse these limitations? So you go through one after the other after the other and you say, I'm not good enough. I don't have time. I don't have the money. I'm not smart enough. And you say, why don't I write the book? Because I'm not a great writer. You know, you find the doubts and fears and the limiting beliefs. And then you pick the one, you read through it, and you pick the one that's stopping you the most. The one that you really believe is true. And it's not. No limiting beliefs are true. If your belief is not heading you in the direction of the life you want, it's not an empowering paradigm. So then you pick the one and then you write a new paradigm, personal, positive. It's hard to believe at the beginning that that is the truth because you just made it up. But you made up a life that you wanted to manifest. So last year, toward the end of the year, I was having a hard time writing my book. And I worked on that when I did my best year yet plan for this year. And my new paradigm is wisdom flows naturally from my heart to the hearts of others. And I realize that that is true if I get out of the way. We're all human <laughs> beings, we all touch on the same point. 
And when we can, as you and I are doing right now, merge these two who I am, we're all the same. Well, I love that you brought up the book because I have been procrastinating <laughs> on writing my book. I decided in 2016 to write a book, 2017, to every yeah. year. I was like, this is the year. So obviously I did not write my book yet, but I have made a big public commitment to write a book 2019. Wonderful. Good for you. And then the way I'm tricking myself into it, it's like tricking people to write a business plan. I'm going to do interviews. And I've done something similar in the past when I did my thesis with one of my studies. I interviewed people and it kind of forced me to move forward and have some content to work with. So I'm committing to writing my book, but I guess I have to work a little bit like on the why am I writing the book or the paradigm that helps me. Make a possible plan, Sigrid. It creates such clarity and such motivation and such inspiration. Yeah. No, I absolutely loved your book. And I really want to recommend people check out the show notes. And well, you can just go on Amazon and type in your best year yet as well. I got it on Kindle. And it is a three hour workshop, <laughs> you know, basically doing it your best year yet so similar to my thing. The first two questions are similar to the question that I also ask, you know, celebrate your successes, learn from your lessons, but then it goes into the limiting paradigms. And that's something that I have not touched on my workshops. And I think that's, it's a perfect combination. I should actually ask my clients to do both, do my business planning workshop and this one together, and they will definitely have their best year yet. Do your business workshop. And then we can train you because you're so good. You can certify you to lead workshops and personal best year plans. Mm, sounds great. So what is for you like 1980 and you look so young, I must say, for those who are not seeing uh, Ginny on video. Yeah, you feel young, you look young. And I'm like, 1980, like I was... Nine. <laughs> <laughs> and you are writing a book. What's your new book about? It's called Your Best Life Yet. And I've gathered stories from people all over the world about did they do one year, two years, 10 years, 20 years, and the stories are amazing. So I'm going to pack the book. I am packing the book with their stories because it's so inspirational to read about another human being who overcame challenges and distractions and doubts to achieve something really big. And there's a lot of those stories. But then I have five new questions about creating your best life yet. Mm. Can you share one of those inspiring stories? A woman in her 50s was drifting along. She couldn't find her passion. She wasn't earning enough money. She felt like a failure, although she was a very hard worker. And all of a sudden, she made five best year yet plans in a row, and she grew, and she grew, and she grew one step after another. And she was so serious about her plan, which well, she's a funny person, but she's so serious about her plan that she has the best results of more people than I've ever seen. So now she's 
a C-suite of a fast-growing company that's very successful. And she's thrilled. She's learned to sell. She's learned to market. She's learned to... But it's not her company. She just been working for that company for a long time. And they said, we need you at the top. <laughs> mm. They noticed her. They noticed that she was creating her best year again and again. And again. And she grew, you know, in that connection and believed in herself more and more and more. And it was just, she's a delightful person. Fantastic. So when does the book come out? <laughs> it's not written yet. Not written yet. <laughs> I think I think toward the end of next year or the following year, 2020. Beautiful. I will be waiting to read that book. Ginny, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been wonderful to connect. I feel very warm in my heart to have finally connected with you. It felt like the universe sent out ideas to both of us on different paths and we created something similar. Uh, you obviously much longer and much more successful with your uh, your best year yet workshop. But yeah, I loved connecting and hearing your story and I cannot wait to tell my audience more about your book. Thank you so much. Go to sig.com forward slash 267 where you find links to Ginny and the Your Best Year Yet book and system plus the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give this show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.